Welcome to another episode of Leaps Unbound. I'm Courtney. And I'm Robbie. And this week, we are going to be talking to you about the sales funnel. So this is actually a follow-up to our content strategy podcast that we posted. So if you haven't had a chance to check that out, go ahead and do that. But really what I'd like to do is I'd like to bring Robbie in on this because this is really his wheelhouse. And so the first thing I'd love to start with is how do you get your content strategy to a sales funnel? Yeah, so first off, like a sales funnel is essentially the steps that you take in moving leads through your sales process. So we typically look at it like think of like a, a, a tornado, right? A funnel. Yeah. Um, and we've got our what we call our top of the funnel, um, which is very um, generic content. It's really more focused on uh, just generating traffic um, and maybe even generating some, you know, some leads. Um, But sometimes we kind of aren't even in the the lead stage yet. Okay. Then we've got middle of the funnel. It's that middle section of the tornado where our people are actively engaging in content and they're more, um, they're more hungry for information. All right. They're really looking. And then we've got our bottom of the funnel, which is like, okay, you are my one of two choice for for service or product. And now I'm getting into the real nitty gritty, the really specific stuff about, you know, your product, your service, your company. Awesome. And I I think that I'd love to dive in to each of these funnels. So let's talk about the top of the funnel and what that looks like. Because I would say, you know, as a business, we want to create... Um, brand recognition, and we also want to sell. And so I'm like, oh, how do I do this? Sure. Yeah, so top of the funnel is really aimed mostly toward, just like you said, brand recognition. And and it can kind of start to get into lead generation, but really um, it's creating content that attracts an audience, okay? So like some good examples are um, like how-to articles, uh, like maybe you're on your blog uh, or, you know, your social media posts and it's like, uh, let's take Leap and Lizard Labels. We like we post content on like how to design your labels or how to design your labels to meet compliance standards. Mm. You know, so it's very top of it's very top of the funnel. It's a little bit generic, um, but it's it's just providing some information. Um, and what it is is really, I mean, I hate to say, but it's kind of clickbaity mm. um, because like we're we're mostly putting in things that like people are gonna type in like so if I'm thinking about getting stickers, you know, I may be like, what type of material do I need to print my stickers on? Totally. That may be the search I put in on Google. So that may be an article that we publish. Mm. It's all about attracting an audience, right? So how to's and listicles. I love listicles. Yeah, tell me more. All right, so listicles, you've, you've been reading them for years and you have no idea, but it's like seven steps to creating your, uh, your labels in Canva or um, seven ways to uh, showcase your candle labels. You know, so it's, it's lists. It's, uh, and, and they're all, uh, most of them are number-based, um, you know, in the titles. Um, and really, because at this stage, we're looking at just attracting and brand recognition, it provides a very uh, skimmable piece of content. That's Something that's, yeah, it's got headers in there or bulleted lists so that people can read through it really quickly, determine if you are the right resource for them, or, you know, hopefully dive into other pieces of content 
which ultimately moves them to the middle of the funnel. Which is great because I would say, you know, if I was talking about the top of the funnel, then I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I have to close the sale. I have to close the sale. But really, there seems to be another step before that. Yeah. So essentially, a lot of people think, and this is, you know, um, this kind of goes back to what we said during our special episode. Um, that concept of always be closing. Yes. You know, uh, the sales funnel really isn't about always be closing. The sales funnel is really always be nurturing. So we should call it the ABNs of sales. I love that. So it's always be nurturing. So we're, you know, in the sales funnel, we are attracting our audience and then we're moving them further down into the sales funnel. One of the biggest complaints that I hear from companies is... I want, I don't want a thousand leads. I want 10 really qualified leads. Yes. So the sales funnel is about, and, and your content strategy really needs to be about pushing people down the sales funnel so that once they're ready to engage with the sales team, they know everything they need to know. And the sales team can then focus on going through the sales cycle and the sale and like the the whole like sales pipeline. Got you know, it. Like the, your discovery calls and all that stuff. Makes sense. So right now we're talking like the first phase of this whole process. But in my as a marketer, this is where I focus the most. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. So what exactly is the middle of the funnel? Yeah, so the middle of the funnel, again at the top we're looking at attracting people, driving visitors, driving traffic to our site, right? So the middle of the funnel um, is really about starting to dive in and dig a little deeper. So yes. we're doing things like uh, product demonstrations, okay? So we're explaining the difference between, let's take labels, for example, white bob, silver bob, you know, we're explaining the differences between the types of adhesives. So we're really diving in and, and really starting to dig into to the specifics of what we're selling. That makes sense. It's also service explanations. So in this stage, you want to, you want to point out what, um, like what is specific that makes your company different from others. So like at Leap and Lizard Labels, we focus very, very heavily on customer satisfaction, right? We have a whole customer satisfaction team. Yes. We, um, you know, we bend over backwards to help our customers within reason, obviously. Everyone has their boundaries, but we make sure that our customers are satisfied. And that, that they're getting the best quality. So a good middle of the funnel piece of content is really driving the, the, the point home there. That, um, you know, this is our service. This is what makes us different. Like for us, it's also our sustainability policy. Absolutely. You know, so we're explaining our differences between who we are and who our competition is. What makes us different. I love this. So you've essentially taken it from kind of just a very generic brand recognition. We're funneling it down and really figuring out what we are giving that might be a little bit different from other companies. And then we get into the bottom of the sales funnel. So what does that look like? Yeah. So essentially at some point during this process, you're going to have wanted to generate a lead, right? So yeah. like in our top of the funnel and middle of the funnel activities, we generally put links to gated assets, um, things like eBooks, white papers, checklists, uh, anything that can be downloaded. Yes. So we've generated a lead. So now our bottom of the funnel strategy, and you can do this without generating the lead. Sometimes some companies choose to do it so that they don't generate the lead until 
the person's ready to buy. Some companies prefer to do like lead nurturing, things like that. But our bottom of the funnel content is where we really drive home. So we've attracted, we have shown them the difference, and now we're going to show them what we do, what we can do for them and how we've done it for others. Cool. So we really look at things like case studies, um, you know, what, you know, testimonials, what have we done for other clients that sets us apart and how we can handle their needs, um, and then technical reviews. So really diving in, this is really big in like uh, the SaaS industry software as a service, technical reviews. This is our product. This is a deep understanding of what it can do for you. This is a, you know, a deep how-to guide of, to use the product and ways to use it. So at that point, the, by the time uh, a bottom of the funnel lead is transitioned over to sales, they already know everything that they need to know. That makes a lot of sense. If you're looking for high quality labels, stickers, banners, floor decals, and window clings, look no further than Leap and Lizard Labels. We use top-notch products to ensure the perfect delivery every time. Our family-owned business has been serving the continental U.S. for over 13 years. We're so sure you'll love our products, we're offering new customers 20% off their first order. With no order minimums and no setup fees, there's zero risk to trying us out. Email us at team at leapandlizardlabels.com and mention coupon code LEAPSUNBOUND. For 20% off your first order. That's team at leapandlizardlabels.com, mentioning coupon code LEAPSUNBOUND for 20% off your first order. I'm pretty sure that there's a difference between a sales funnel and a sales cycle, but I think many listeners may or may not know that. So can you explain the difference between a sales funnel and a sales cycle? Yeah. So a sales funnel, again, we have to keep in mind, it's a, you know, it's a removing from the top to the middle to the bottom transition. Okay. So at the very bottom of the, of the sales funnel, that's a transition to that's, that's, we've closed the sale right? We've closed the deal. They've gone through the whole sales process. Now we're transitioning it over to like our customer success team, customer service team. If you don't have that team, maybe you're an e-commerce store and you're just transitioning to they bought the product. Mm. All right. So that's our sales funnel. Now our sales cycle, um, and this is a principle that HubSpot came up with. Um, and I really love it. I'm a big fan. Um, but I'll explain the pros and cons in a minute. Beautiful. So the sales cycle is really focused on four key principles. It's attract, engage, and delight. And all three of these are focused around growth. Okay? Makes sense. So the, uh, in the attract stage, this, it, this can be related to your kind of top and middle of the funnel activity. All right? So you're attracting new visitors to your site. You're mm. attracting new visitors to your social you're teaching them, you're, you know, you're, you're publishing content that's going to um, uh, create brand awareness, okay? In engage, you're actively engaging with them. So this may be through email campaigns and lead nurturing campaigns and ebooks and, you know, paid search, paid advertising, but you are engaging with them where they are meant to be engaged, that where makes they sense. want to be engaged. And then in the sales cycle, at the, the, the last kind of step of the sales cycle is delight. 
okay? So we've engaged with them, they've become a customer, right? Now we have to delight them. We have to keep them a customer. We have to increase our customer retention strategy. We have to do, and we'll do a future episode on customer retention strategy, I promise. It's really <laughs> cool. But in this stage, we really have to uh, delight them with our products and services. And all of these three things are focused around our growth strategy. So if we complete the funnel, or the, I'm sorry, the cycle, if we keep moving from engage, attract, delight, back to engage, back to attract, back to delight, we keep the customer in this loop and, they're con- and our business is constantly growing. That makes sense. So one of the pros of the sales cycle is it's more, uh, it's more customer retention focused, like I said earlier. Okay, it's more about long-term growth of a customer. And that doesn't work for every business. Mm. There are some customers that really are one and done. You know, I'm not going to order 25 of the same product if I don't need 25 of it or if it doesn't go bad. Totally. You know, so like like right now, I have a picture on, on the wall in the studio where we're recording. I have a picture on the wall and I love my picture and I bought it. But I'm not going to go and buy the same picture again. Correct. So no matter what kind of of retention strategy this company puts in place, I'm never buying this piece of artwork again unless something bad happens to it. Absolutely. But in that case, I'm going back to it not because they're retaining me, but because I have the need again. That makes sense. So customer cycles or uh, sales cycles for our customers really only work for customers where, you know, the, the pattern is cyclical. So it works really well for things like people that need to reorder labels constantly. Makes sense. People that need to renew software subscriptions every year. So our sales funnel is more of a one and done. That makes a lot of sense. So when you're talking to a company and they're trying to figure out what is best for them, what would you say to them? Yeah, I mean, it's so individualized to the needs of the customer and the company. A, a, a sales cycle is a long-term investment in customer strategy. And in order to do that and carry it through effectively, you need a lot of resources. You need a sales team. You need, a, well, back up. You need a marketing team. True. An entire marketing team, not just... You know, part-time Joe over here who is posting to social every week and, you know, making cute little TikToks, right? You need Joe and Sally and Bill and Andrea who are all doing cross-functional marketing processes. And that's just on your marketing team. And then you need a sales team who's going to carry people through the sales process, do product demos, do discovery calls draft contracts, create proposals, you know, carry everything through the process. And then you need a customer success team. Yes. And that customer success team is not just one part-time person. That's a team. Absolutely. It's account managers and account executives. It's customer service or customer success representatives who, you know, can, can tackle frontline issues. It's managers who can help improve strategy. A sales funnel is a little bit easier to maintain for small businesses. That's not to say that the customer retention strategy has to be lacking in small businesses and teams of one or two. 
Absolutely not. Your customer retention strategy has to be specific to your business and your needs. So even if you're a one-person show, a solopreneur, you can have a great customer retention strategy that just is me picking up the phone and calling people, you know, emailing and asking for reviews and things like that. But more than likely, you're going to want a sales funnel that keeps them coming back to you if, if when the need arises. And you can continue with your remarketing, of course, but you don't necessarily have the time as a solopreneur to wear every hat in the business. That makes a ton of sense. And so kind of furthermore, are there any resources that you would like to offer to our listeners? Yeah, so... I, I'm I'm a HubSpot fanboy. I mean, I am and and I'm proud of it. I'm I'm not ashamed at all. Um, so HubSpot has HubSpot Academy, and they've got great resources on developing sales cycles. Um, you know, content strategies, uh, contextual marketing. Um, you know, and and sales enablement. Um, they've got great resources. So I highly recommend checking out HubSpot Academy for some of their webinars, courses, and and certifications. But then I also follow their daily blog. Um, and it's not just HubSpot people contributing to it. It's some of their solutions partners. So they're getting a lot of, of good traction. So I highly great. recommend, you know, following HubSpot and, and just, you know, reviewing their resources. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to chat about the sales funnels and the sales cycles. Is there anything else you'd like to offer? Don't buy into the always be closing mentality. Mm. Instead, always be delighting. Whether you're top of the funnel content, you're bottom of the funnel content, you, you invest in a sales funnel or a sales cycle, just delight your customers, delight your prospects, and eventually everything will work itself out. Oh, I love that piece of information. Well, thank you so much, Robbie. Yeah. And I'm so excited that we were able to have this conversation today. Stay tuned for another episode of Leaps Unbound coming to you soon. Have a good day.